Hey everyone, hope you're doing absolutely amazing. I just wanted to say thank you to all the people who listen and support and have been able to help grow this podcast. Um, it, it truly means so much to me and just want to say hello to all the new listeners. Uh, if you guys haven't, please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. If you guys don't follow me on LinkedIn, um, I make sure to share a lot of stuff that's going to be helpful, not only just to break into medical device sales, but once you have broken into medical device sales, for example, we've sh uh, shared our three, six, nine, 12 month reflection in medical device sales uh, as I documented that journey. So feel free to reach out and follow me on Jacob McLaughlin at LinkedIn. Um, and again, we are so excited. We just actually today got a call. Uh, Danae, who was in the course for under three weeks, about two and a half weeks, just received his first offer. We had uh, another student a week and a half in the course uh, received an offer, which is unheard of. And then we have uh, two people in the course that have been in for four weeks that are both uh, in the final interviews for full line sales rep roles with top companies. So it's it's a lot of fun to be where we're at right now with the course and, and just being able to help. If you guys are interested, please feel free to reach out to me, um, like I said, on LinkedIn or new to medical device sales on all the social medias of Instagram, TikTok. Uh, the link uh, to the course is down in the description. Uh, so please feel free to reach out. But again, how we are able to get our average student hired in 11 weeks at $91,000 is through the videos, the modules, the courses that are at your own pace and you can do at your own time. But we also do offer mock interviews. We offer office hours. We offer situational role plays. We also do the one-on-one -on -one coaching why we only allow five people into the course because we want to make sure to coach you and give you specific situations and be able to give you specific coaching to your situation. Um, so if you guys are interested in joining, um, the last thing I do always just tell people is we do offer payment plans because I don't want money being the reason that holds you back. But with that said, we do know the value we bring that our average person is returning 30x in the first three months. Um, so the last thing I always just say, I've said it before here, but People will look at a course and they'll be like, oh, I don't know, but I can easily sit here and say, you guys went to college and paid fifty dollars to $100,000 for a degree that you don't even want to use. You don't even know what you're doing with, but you'll call me and tell me medical device sales is what you know you want to do. It's your passion. It's the degree and the course you want to get into or it's or the career you want to get into. And yet we have a course that is proven to just save you time and money and get you uh, into the industry very quickly. Um, and even more where we help with uh, negotiation with contracts, make sure you guys are getting the best deal for you, not just for the company and making sure to help you not only break in, but also crush it once you are in. So if you guys are interested, please feel free to reach out to me or click the link below. Again, knowing that we do offer payment plans, but let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and I am coming to you today to get you guys out an episode. It has been an absolute crazy several weeks for me. Um, if you guys have been following along, I was in Orlando for about six days. I came home for about three days. Then I went out to California for seven days, got home Sunday afternoon about two o'clock. And then I was going to be home for a little bit, but unfortunately, some things have just changed, and uh, which is good. But I'm going to be now flying out to Savannah, Georgia on Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Uh, and we'll be doing a conference out there until Saturday and get back here about midnight on Sunday morning. Uh, so rocking and rolling. We are keep going, but got to make sure we still get you guys those episodes and those podcasts. So here we are. But this is going to be one of those episodes that I've talked to you guys about it again is I've been receiving a lot of messages where 
I want to be adding value to you as you guys are reps in the field. And once you break into the industry, but again, just like I always say, we will always make sure to relate this back to the person who is trying to break into medical device sales and wanting to learn how to separate yourself. And so again, the topics are very similar. And again, I will give examples of both, but a number of people have reached out to me lately and it, it really goes around beating competitive sales reps. How do you stand out? How do you, I just got an email today of how do you separate yourself and make your territory successful? And so I just wanted to give you guys some tips um, and what I did in some real life experiences uh, to have a lot of success and be able to take the lowest performing territory in the nation to number eight uh, with Medtronic when I was there. So I'm um, getting into it. You know, I want to start out with a story. I, I have it written down and um, I, I posted this on LinkedIn a while ago and it actually went viral on it, got a lot of comments, a lot of conversations on it. And it was just talking about, you know, I was working with a surgeon. I, again, I took a low performing territory that hadn't had a lot of success and I had taken it to where it was doing very well. Um, and I was converting a lot of doctors that were using my competitor and going uh, to use me. Now I was just outnumbered first off. <laughs> so I will say that um, by a lot. It was me by myself against a lot of my competitors throughout uh, the territory, but didn't let us stop there. Uh, so we just made sure, again, we had a clinically stronger uh a uh, product that I I believed in, um, and I, I personally believed at the time, and, and believe still that it was clinically at uh, a better uh, product in what it did. Um, and so, the reason I say that is because I was with this doctor, and this doctor one time she she looked at me and she's like, "You know, Jake, it's funny when I'm with your competitors, all they do is talk really poorly about your product. They talk really poorly about you, which they don't even know me, um, and then they just." talk about how theirs is so much better and they they would actually just put yours down and then they would try to like do stuff that I could tell was not correct um and 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 not ethical but every time I'm with you you never bring up your competition you never talk bad about them and all you do is keep it very clinical and that's why I really enjoy using you and so she ended up switching to us um and and I I made a post about that and the, the reason I'm saying that to you guys is most people will try to put people down. They'll put products down. They'll put people down and they'll try to make themselves look better by tearing buildings down. And one of the guys I follow about is, uh, follow is Gary Vee in uh, entrepreneurship. And he just says, build your building the highest by just building the tallest building. Don't, buy, don't build it by tearing other buildings down, right? And the reason I'm telling you that to, to you guys is you might have a competitor that you're with and that you know that you're better than them. But instead of talking bad about them, talking trash about them, talking why you're so much better, just focus on the strengths of you. Because again, this is, I, I posted a thing about the Mamba mentality and it's you versus you. I was never trying to go up against my competition. I was going up against me because I believed that we had a clinically better product. And so I was just going to be showing them the, the strength in our clinical product and, and why it was clinically better. And so when I would speak with him, that's what I focused on. I didn't need to worry about someone else. I didn't need to focus on the other companies or what they're doing or how we separate because I knew why we were stronger. And again, I'm not going to sit there and tear people down because this is just the reality. And if you guys don't know that, if you're, they're talking bad about someone to you, they're talking bad about you to someone else, right? And, and, and doctors know that and they know surgeons. And so Again, this is where for me, that was a big point in my, my career where, again, I was just getting more and more doctors to switch, um, again, single-handedly uh, without help. But it was because I was focusing clinically and I was focusing on why my product was a strength, number one. 
But number two, I really talked about is I was that helpful rep. So I've been with other reps. I actually just got back from a conference. I was at several big residency programs and working with uh, different companies. And, and I had a talk with my CEO and we just talked about, it's just crazy when you guys go to these big companies, um, how many people punch in and punch out. And what I mean by that is they don't want to be there. They want to just clock in, clock out. They have to go work a conference and it's from eight to three. They're going to be there at 755 and they're going to leave at 258, right? And the, the difference is though, is like when I'm doing those events is I'm going to show up at 730 and I'm going to leave at 3.30, 4 o'clock, right? And, and that actually happened this last week is I was with the most important person in the room and we stayed and it was just me and them for the last 30 minutes talking, building that relationship, having conversations, which have now led into bigger conversations as well. And the reason I'm saying that to you guys is if you're just focused on being helpful to your team, to your surgeon, to your group, that to your nurses, to your ORR, OR, or to just the people that you're working with, they understand that. They see that. They see the value in that. And so when you guys are doing that, that is what I want you to focus on is not only did I have a better product that I believed was a better product, I focused on the clinical part, which we had better procedures and they saw that. But then also when I was in there, I was always early for my cases. I was always helping the staff without whatever they need because they're trying to do turnover. They're trying to do a lot of things. So if I could help in certain aspects and ask them to help and do go run and grab things for them, I did that. Because again, I was just trying to be an asset in my field or asset in my OR room. And so that really made a big difference because the surgeons would see that. And then if they didn't see that, you know, like it's not about to be seen. It's just to be helpful. But again, what I, the reason I'm saying this is because then if there were times I weren't in the actual OR, but my surgeon was with them, they would bring up myself. They would be like, oh, have you tried that rep, Jacob, yet? And they'd be like, no. And be like, oh, he's great. He helps us out. He has a great product. And they actually become fans of you. Um, and so I just wanted you guys to state that because that's going to make a big difference right there. Just like, this is what I always just joke about is just like, don't suck. Like, just be good at what you do. I, I, I get so passionate about this because as somebody who is myself, who runs multiple different things at the same time, like I have such high expectations, but again, I'm doing this in several different facets and diff different industries and different businesses and everything. And it's like, do that. And when I see people who have one job and I'm like, you can't even do your one job, right? Like, what are we doing here? Right? Like, this is why you suck. This is why you're not successful. This is why you're not growing. This is why you're not even ever going to be rep of the year. You're never going to be a part of a company that actually sees the value and wants to grow you. And you're not going to be a top rep because you're just doing enough to barely get by. And guess what? You're very mediocre at it compared to there's someone who just, they refuse, refuse to be mediocre. Like I, I want to share their story because I, I, at this event, I was doing, uh, I set up for our booth and it was just, we had a, a tablecloth and we had our um, logo on it. But for me, it was wrinkled. So I went up to my room and I went and I, I ironed it all out because again, I, it's about presentation. And I want it to look good. And I had a rep right next to me. They, they saw me and they're like, wow, you're really going the extra mile. You're really going above and beyond. And that rep was with a bigger company. Um, and for me, the, the comment, I was like, you know, like, I just want to make sure it looks good. You know, I'm, I'm representing it. I'm here, right? It's my company. And let me just tell you guys this. I would do that if I made $0 and it wasn't even my company. I was just a part of it because if there, there, there's a part of taking pride in what you do, right? And it's that example right there that I can tell you guys 
if you're going to be a top performing rep. Because I didn't have to do that. I don't need to do that. I'm not doing this for you guys to be like, oh, Jacob, you're just going above and beyond. No, I'm not doing that. What I'm showing you guys is there's such a bare minimum of mindset in this field that most people try to do the bare minimum, barely do enough to be good. And they wonder why they suck. But if you can just come in and actually just care and give a crap and just actually want to help people and help your OR and help the staff that you're working with and show that you have a better clinical product and just be nice like that, you will be successful in this industry and you will be successful in this field. Now, let me take that back to the people who are like, well, great, Jake, you talked about the OR, you talked about when you're in there, but what about me when I'm trying to break into medical device sales? Going back to that original thing is we're not comparing, I'm not comparing myself to anybody else. I am the person to beat. Every time I, when I beat out 500 people for me here at Innovis, I wasn't worried about the other people. I was worried about myself. Because I know what I have to offer. And I've, I've said this on the podcast, you guys. Is They asked me, they said, Jake, why should Innovis choose you? I had that answer like this. I smiled and said, because you won't ever find another Jacob McLaughlin. And when they said that, I have to expand on it. But it's like, again, you guys just have to have the pride. And, that, and again, there's a very big difference between being cocky and confident. But let me just tell you guys, like, there's not going to be another, there wasn't going to be another 27-year-old who had no experience, who was able to accomplish what I accomplished with no help. There's, there's not going to be another 27-year-old who's going to be as resourceful and be as hungry as I am. There's not going to be a 27-year-old who's doing literally just got a text today at 8.30 this morning, and I was going to get on a flight tomorrow night or tomorrow morning, but luckily I can change it to the next morning so I can do it and just run it all in three, 48 hours. But again, on a dime. I'm like, yep, I will do that. I will commit. I will find someone to watch my dog and I will be a part of this business and I'll make sure that we are successful. I will be the person who's only been at home for three days over the last three weeks while I'm still running my territory and responsible for my quota and my deals, but still get it done. You're not going to find another person who gives as much passion and who wants to want it as much and who's doing this for a bigger impact more than myself. Like I can go on forever, but when I came with that passion, I showed them and they know that. They can see that when I, when they ask me my question of what's the hardest thing you've ever done. And I got to tell them that this is nothing. This is a cakewalk and you're not going to find somebody else who's been through that and still wants to be able to do what I want. And guess what? There's not going to be someone who lives the way I live, right? Like I, again, this is where I'm just going to do a humble brag on myself real quick. There's not the amount of people who make the amount of money that I do and live as poor as I do. I had a talk with my brother one time and he makes, he, he lives so much better than me and he makes so much less money than me. And it's because I'm not sitting here to brag and let's say, guys, look at me. I make all this money. No, I'm sitting here and I understand that money's fake. I understand that money doesn't make my value and doesn't make me who I am. I know money allows me to go bless other people. But again, most people are going to go buy Louis Vuitton, going to go buy a Porsche, going to go buy all this stuff. And again, I could if I want to. It doesn't do me any good. It's not going to impact my life and it's not going to change anyone else's life. But what it can do is, you know what? I like Chipotle. I'm going to eat that every single time and I'm going to save this company's money. Guess what? I have my own credit card so I can get we don't have to check bags. I can use my own uh, stuff to get bags checked. Guess what? I could go stay at a five-star hotel every single time, but guess what? There's Airbnbs and there's other options that are a lot more affordable and I'm okay to stay there. You know, like I can go on this list forever, but it's like, if you can just come in here and just show that you are hungry, you're willing to do whatever it takes and you're willing to be successful and you've left every stone unturned because you've, again, this is where we talk about the course and what we teach in the course of how to leave every stone unturned so they don't even have a question why you're not the right person. When I left my, when I, every single time I left, first off, my interview process, 
they knew I was the right person because I knew I'm the right person because I did so much more than everybody else did the research, did the homework called, contacted people and brought why I would be the right fit for this position every time I left. Number two, same thing in my OR. They're not going to say that, man, that rep sucks. They're not going to say that Jacob doesn't come prepared, that Jacob's not knowledgeable of what he does, that Jacob's not a good rep, that Jacob's not good at actually just making a relationship and being a resource in this OR. Every single time I was in there, I, my goal was when I walk out, my name is getting talked about. And it happened all the time because nurses and scrub techs told me all the time. They, I would go and do majority of the work while I'm in there and I would walk out and I would say, thank you so much for all of your guys' help. It truly means the world and I really appreciate you. When they didn't do one thing and they're like, why is this guy saying thank you to us? Because I knew the impact it would have and how thankful I was just to be in that opportunity. That's what helped me turn my territory around. That's what helped me stand out against competitive reps. That's what made me go take the lowest performing territory in the nation to top 10. That's what got me offers when I shouldn't be getting offers. Everyone always asks me that. How do you, how do you stand out? How do I do that? That's how. You just don't suck. And I don't know how else to say it nicely, but don't suck. Because everybody will say, man, that's kind of rude. That's kind of mean. And I'm like, that's why you're going to lose. Because you're giving yourself an excuse why you don't need to overprepare. You're giving yourself an excuse why you don't need to put in the work, right? For example, I, I rat on myself. I forgot something this last week when I was in California. I was out there for a week. I needed it for a conference. I had to pay money. We had to get it overnighted. But guess what? I'm not going to sit there and deflect. I'm not going to make up an excuse. I'm going to say, man, I, I screwed up. I messed up. That's on me. I apologize. And I'm going to make sure that it doesn't happen again, right? It's, it's that extreme ownership. So you guys can hear the passion in my voice. You can hear that. Like, I just, I get so passionate about it because like when people tell me that they can't even do their one job and I see people who are just slacking and can't do one job, right? I'm like, that's all you get paid to do and you suck at it. Like, how can you, how do you go through life? How do you wake up and be okay with yourself if that's the only thing you do? And that's where I, like for me with these reps and everybody I see, I smile and I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, this is all you do. And you can't even be good at that. You can't even care enough to be good at what you do. And you wonder why you don't make all the money. You wonder why you're not a top performing rep. You're wondering why you're not having impact on this world because you can't even have impact on yourself. Now that is a rant that I need to get off of. Otherwise we'll go on all day, but be helpful, be resource, re be a resource. Um, number two is again, just be positive. Again, I go back into that was just a real talk, but again, be positive, be happy, be the, like I always joke around with uh, my students in the course. Being a sales rep is like being a golden retriever. Every single time they see it, you're just smiling and wiggling your butt with your tail going. And guess what? They're going to punch you in the face and yell at you, scream at you, and you just got to be keep smiling and being that wiggling butt golden retriever. You know, because that's that's the life of a med device rep. Get treated not the greatest usually, and you got to eat it, and you still got to be able to perform. Um, and if you can't do that, it's going to be a tough life for you. Um, and again, I'm not saying every single day is like that, but um, you will hear some stories when you talk to people every once in a while, you'll meet a scrub tech or a nurse who's just having a bad day and you become the punching bag that day. Um, and I was just telling one of our students from the course, you can't fight back because guess what? If you say what they're saying to you and you say it in the exact same tone of voice and you say very, uh, stuff that is the absolute truth and not mean at all, but it's the truth. They don't like that. They're going to go tell, tell on you when they were being an absolute horrible human being, but you just stood up for yourself. They'll go tell on you. And then they'll have the OR director be telling you why you can't be treating staff like that. And they'll threaten to kick you out of the OR. Been there, done that. Uh, that's why I'm giving you guys these friendly tips. <laughs> and then uh, last thing I have written down again is just be good. Be good at your job, guys. Don't suck. Like 
whatever you're going to do in life, just take pride in it. Um, that's how you beat competitive reps. Now, number two, like I, I do want to just get, give you a little more value. I already said like number two, whatever point we're on. Um, it's, uh, again, how you guys are standing out from your rep. Be an expert in what you do. Most people don't know what they're selling. They don't know how to be a resource. And again, I've said this example before. If a surgeon asks you, hey, what do I do here? How do you set up here? What, what should I do here? And you say, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Let me get back to you. The surgeon's going to be like, then why are you even here? You don't know what you're doing. That's going to be a bad look. So again, I always tell people, the first six months, first year when you're trying to break into this industry and you get into this industry, stop worrying about the sales. Worry about being an expert because if you're an expert on what you know and what you do and who you are and what your, what your company is and what your products you're selling and how to help in cases, that will go such a far away, which will result in sales. Um, so be an expert at what you do. Sell something you actually believe in um, because that will drive the passion for you to actually go and sell it. Number three is, again, do all the little things. Again, bringing it back to when you're breaking in. Most people don't do the little things and that's why they don't break in. They don't send the follow-up texts that actually have more than just thanks for your time. They don't do the stuff that goes above and beyond. They don't talk to the other reps. They don't do all the other stuff. No different than when you're the rep. Make sure you're going above and beyond and you can lay your head on the pillow and say, I did more than everybody else today. I did one thing that moved my territory in a positive manner today. That's what you got to focus on. So if you can be an expert at what you do, be real, sell a product that you actually like and do something for your territory every single day, you will beat out your competitors. Because again, this is going back to the original part that I was saying in the beginning. It's you versus you. If you're going against the competitors, you're going to lose every single time. Because again, I'm not worried about being my competition. I'm worried about being me. Because guess what? I'm going to smoke through competition. I'm going to smoke whatever it is. I, I just got into this and we're, we're on the roll, baby. Um, and it's just going to keep going. Again, I don't want you guys to think, well, like, man, Jacob's such a cocky, like, jerk. He thinks of that. No, it's the confidence you have to have because guess what? There's a picture, and it's so great, and it's a picture of Michael Phelps swimming at the Olympics, and it was him in first place, and he's focused on the finish line, and the guy in second place has turned and looked at him, and this is what I, I love this quote, and we're going to end it with this. Losers focus on winners. Winners focus on winning. Let that sink in for a little bit. Losers focus on winners. Winners focus on winning. I don't focus on other people. I focus on myself and I focus on the, the goals I have. Because if I do the goals that I have, I already know I'm going to be winning and I'm going to accomplish what I have to do. But I'm my own biggest competition. I actually just have to follow through and I actually have to do what I say I'm going to do. You do that, you will crush your competition. You will be better than anybody can ever see that. And you will just actually be known as a resource in this hospital, in this OR, in this medical device world. And you will move a lot farther and a lot, a lot faster than most people if you can just do those simple tips. But I really hope this was helpful, you guys. Again, if you're interested in breaking into medical device sales, please check the link out below. Um, again, if you guys haven't followed me on LinkedIn, I've been putting out more content to help you guys out. And again, just... I just put my three, six, nine, 12 month reflection of when I was in medical device sales. So again, trying to help you guys in all different aspects. So if you guys haven't made a LinkedIn, you will need one if you want to break into med device sales. And then number two, if you would like to uh, make a LinkedIn, then reach out and let's connect on LinkedIn. Always happy to help any way I can. Um, but again, just wanted to give a quick shout out. We've gotten several people back into uh, medical device sales from the course this week. Again, the, the, the classes are growing and it's been a lot of fun. Um, again, check my boy just got hired in under eight weeks from Liberia. So proud of you, dude. 
Um, I know I've given a couple of shout outs. And again, we have currently we have five people that haven't been in the course for under three weeks that are all in finer inter- interviews, interviews with top companies. Um, so again, just that fast track. So if you guys are really interested in breaking into medical device sales, please feel free to reach out to me at Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn, or you can reach out to me at new to medical device sales on Instagram, TikTok. We're on all of them, or you can click the link below. Um, the last thing I just do offer or tell you guys is we do offer payment plans because again, five years ago, I moved out here with $1,200 to my name. I know what it's like to have to put groceries back, lived off 30 to $50 a week. I get it. We try to work with everybody. Um, so again, if that's something you guys are interested, please feel free to reach out as I'm more than happy to discuss that because again, we know our average person is high, getting hired in 11 weeks from once they join the course, 11 weeks, they're getting hired and at $91,000. So we know they're getting over a 30 X return in the first three months. And then if you look at lifetime, it's going to be well over a hundred X. So happy to help and make sure that you guys are making the right decisions, getting those offers, getting multiple offers and helping with negotiations. But I hope you have a great week and I'll speak to you on the next one. Peace.